Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur, the podcast that helps you expand your reach and convert that reach into clients so you can lead your tribe with confidence and create change in the world while living the life you desire. And now your host, certified business coach and consultant, Mariana Ruiz. Welcome back to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur podcast. Today we have Liz Lockwood, who is a business coach and amazing. I have absolutely adored following her and seeing how she's grown. I've actually been on her podcast and I have invited her to have a conversation here today really about some different things, but her staple things that I think are so profound are her stance on resiliency as well as just doing things your own way. And I think for so many of us, that can be a struggle sometimes. And I laugh because we've talked about this before. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let Liz talk. So welcome to the show, Liz. Welcome. Thank you you so much for having me. I'm so psyched to be here today and uh, chat on two of my favorite topics. Yay. Awesome. So tell us about your journey because that's also a really interesting and inspiring story for so many. Yeah. So um, my story is long, like so many. So I'll just give you guys like a snippet. Um, My background is I have a degree in business. I also have my master's in mental health therapy. So my first business was actually as a mental health therapist doing in-person work. And I have a number of different health challenges. So long story short, in-person business just wasn't really supporting my health. So, um, geez, I can't believe how many years have gone by. But over three years, I believe, I really transitioned to online business. And a little ways into that, I was just like, this is way too overwhelming. I'm way too sensitive for this. Like, this isn't working for me. So I ended up quitting Um, at the time. I definitely thought I was not coming back. Now looking back, I think I was being a little hard on myself. It was probably more like a long break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I definitely like checked out of the online space for months and unfollowed groups, like left groups, stopped my own group, like was out of there. And then um, let's see, at the really like the end of, uh, well, the start of 2017, I came back online and I really started just following my own intuition, started really just doing things my way, um, kind of really like throwing the shoulds out the window. And um, I just had such better results, like fat, like quickly. It was very, very different this time around and really just found my own way of doing things so it wasn't so overwhelming and so it felt good and so there was room for breaks in my day and room to support my health in my day um and at the same time filled my one-to-one spots in my for my clients and it was just so like everything that could have been different it was different so it's just been quite amazing and um actually like fun this time around so that's good and a little bit about how i kind of found the online space, left it, and then came back again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's so helpful. So would you say that having that space allowed you to like really ground yourself or like what was the biggest difference with the second time you came on? So I think there was like definitely more than one thing as, as usual. I think it was like a combo of things, but I think I think the first time around, I wasn't super clear on like what I was doing and I wasn't super clear on the results I was providing people. Um, And more than that, I don't think I really wanted it bad enough. I think there was a piece of me that was kind of like, 
I just want to take care of my health and I don't really want to jump on the phone with people because that's uncomfortable for me. So it's easier not to. <laughs> and the second time I came online, I, I just wanted it really badly and I decided it was going to work. And I really knew like, I didn't want to go into a traditional work environment. So I was like, I'm going to make this work. This is going to happen. <laughs> and, um, the other thing that I did was I just got way easier on myself. So I had this phrase, just show up. And I always say, I still say to my clients and my people, like, let the post be the win. So like before, really everything I did, I was like the person that would like post and then like check back five seconds later to see if someone commented. <laughs> and then the second time around, I was just like, screw that. And I was very much just like, you know what? I'm going to show up and see what happens and just keep showing up. And, you know, even if it doesn't feel like it's working, I'm just going to keep doing it and see what pans out and see what doesn't. So I basically just like had more fun and um, really let my personality shine through the second time. Whereas I think the first time I was kind of like looking at what other people were doing and thinking I should do that and it wasn't fun and it didn't feel good. And, Nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. I love that. Um, and tell us, like, what um, – I want to kind of, like, shift directions here just because, okay. like, that resiliency piece, is that the piece that helped you, like, to show up? Or, like, tell us more about that, right? Like, how can someone cultivate resiliency – in their life, especially you like having worked in mental health and things like that. So I'm sure there's just yeah. so much that you can shed on that. I think resiliency is something that isn't really talked about um, in the online space or really in entrepreneurship as a whole. And I think it's a conversation we need to have um, mostly because I think quick successes are shiny and they sound good. And the truth is, but, you know, that's not, it's not always going to look that way. I think even if you have a quick success, like, I think I could say, oh, I came back online and I got successful really quick. And is that the whole story? No, that's not the whole story. <laughs> after that, there's always a challenge that pops up, whether that's like, how do I continue to do this? Or how do I support myself when I get successful? Because that was a thing for me too. Like, where's my free time? <laughs> like, what do yes. I do now? I think it's really easy to just be like, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to do something else because this feels hard right now. And really, we want sustainable businesses. Most of us, you know, don't want just a year-long thing or a month-long thing or one launch of something. We want something that's going to continue to support us and continue to help us make an impact. So, Cultivating this resiliency, I think, is really like an inside job, um, but I also think it helps to have support. You know, one of the other things I did the second time around was I hired a coach, and that was just huge for me. I'm definitely someone that can turn in and get resilient, but I love having a partner help me do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love having that energy, you know. I was writing to my group this morning and I wrote like, you're not meant to be an island. And I think that's huge when we're talking about resiliency because I think we can turn in and be real hard on ourselves. And it's like, sometimes we're just human. We make mistakes. So I think having 
a gentler mindset with yourself. Like how can you cultivate that energy of just showing up and not being attached to the results of everything you do? How can you let the post be the win? So you're shifting from thinking, oh my God, like let me evaluate absolutely everything I do and see if that's the thing that's working or let me just do the things and I know eventually I'll get results because when you show up consistently, you're going to get results eventually. So I think that mindset shift helps. I think definitely to cultivate resiliency in your business, it helps to have things outside of your business that bring your, you joy. I think it's really easy to kind of put like all the eggs in your business basket. So you're looking at your business to make you happy and make you feel fulfilled and make you feel connected when really sometimes it's better to just get out of the house and like meet with friends in person or go on a hike or do whatever you like to do to fill your cup up. So then when you go back to your business, you have new energy and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. When so often we sit in front of the computer, you know, wanting things to just change when we're staring at a screen and that never, never works for me. Yeah. <laughs> staring at the screen just does not work. Um, so those are two of my favorite things. I think the third thing I briefly touched on is getting support. So whether that's a friend, whether that's a colleague, whether that's actually hiring a coach, um, you know, I am a huge fan of hiring a coach because I think there is something about just being able to like speak your mind and not really having to be there for the other person quite as much. There's something really powerful for me about that because I'm like a giver and a pleaser. So when I have online friendships, they're great, but I tend to be the person that's like, oh, hey, tell me about your problems. <laughs> Let me help you with them versus, you know, me feeling free to just show up and talk about what I need to talk about. So if you know that about yourself and you're like me and you tend to be like a giver of pleaser, et cetera, then set yourself up with a supportive relationship where you don't have to do that. And for me, that, that looks like hiring a coach. Yeah. I also wonder too, like the resilience piece, isn't it so much easier when we're 100% committed? So you said like between the first time and the second time, yeah. the second time was easier to get success. So you were focusing on the post as the win, but like, yeah. I think the underlying current there too is this commitment piece, right? I totally agree with you. Yeah. I've been talking with my coaching group about this because I think it's so important. Like if you're halfway in to all these projects and you can look at it as projects or you can look at it as your entire business, but being half in is only going to yield half results, right? And so and then you're beating yourself up about that, right? And then it's like, no, like, <laughs> let's take a step back, evaluate and really commit 100% to what it is that we want to create. I love that. Yeah, it's like the notion of, you know, are you creating a business? Or are you creating a hobby? And I think there's, you know, myself included, I think it's really easy to think like, oh, I'll just Go, go online and a business will just pop out of nowhere and you know it takes work and it takes effort and I think sometimes we forget that an online business is still work mm -hmm. <laughs> like there's still gonna be days where it doesn't feel good and there might be full seasons where it doesn't feel good and I think that that notion of committing to it no matter what and seeing it through no matter what I think you're right I think that's really where the resiliency comes and I think that's where we lean into resiliency instead of leaning into quitting 
Yes. Or into like the minutia of, did I get one more like, right? Like, <laughs> because it's like, who cares? Like I had somebody, I was, I had posted on my Facebook group for my, my clients. And I had said, Hey, I'm looking to do some interviews with you guys. Like this was a, a few months back. And somebody said, I don't know if I missed the opportunity, <laughs> right. Um, to be on the podcast. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a podcast for at least 10 years. So like, you're not too late, right? So I think it's that whole mindset shift to that long-term success. And just like you said, it is a real business. So especially yeah. as I've been scaling up and like hiring people, I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to be in charge of PR. Yeah, you're going to be in charge of this, right? And then managing these people, it's feeling more and more like a like a business, you know, like you and I have seen in corporate, right? So exactly. I think like we can play business or we can own a company, right? <laughs> so like that play business term is one that I use all the time. And I think definitely when I first came online, I was kind of playing business and it's like, wait, we need to decide it's going to work before it works versus that one foot in one foot out game of like, Oh, well, let me see how this goes. And then maybe I'll commit to it working. Like, that's not the way it goes. It's definitely you deciding first and and then it's going to shift so much. Yeah. I know for me, that was kind of like the pivotal moment for me. Like when I had my first breakthrough month was when I was committed 100%. I was like, I need a nanny. Like there is yes. no way. I, I had my two kids under two at the time and I was like, I need a nanny. Like I cannot continue to play business here anymore. Like this yeah. is not working out. And it was so in so many ways, like I had, you know, really developed this business because my daughter was sick. Right. And so my previous business, I was totally playing business. It was okay. I was still at a job and then having to rely on that income. Like it only happened because I created space for the business mm -hmm. to actually work on it. And then also having the committed, um, yeah, I know it keeps cutting off, um, having that committed goal, like I am going to make this thing happen. I don't care what I have to do, but I will get as many clients yeah. as I need so I can get the support at home yeah. to be able to pour into the business. I love that you had some tangible thing that you were working towards too, because I feel like that gives so much power to our energy. Like for me, I mentioned that I hired a coach. I did not have the money in my business to hire her when I did. So I was like, I had like half. So I'm like, all right, I got like three or so ish months and then I got to be pulling in some money because that's just, that's going to have, like, that's just how it's going to be. And it happened and it happened because I decided it was going to happen. And then I showed up accordingly. And I think that's key. Like if we're kind of dragging our feet being like, Oh, let me see if the results are going to come or, you know, whatever. But I think when you have something to motivate you like that, like wanting a nanny or needing to pay your coach, <laughs> like there's a fire lit under your butt. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so tell us kind of like, cause you kind of mentioned here how sometimes you're doing things that don't feel that good. But I know a part of your business philosophy is doing things that feel good. So how can someone kind of navigate those two polar opposite things um, in their business? That's such a good question. So I think, again, it comes back to like looking at your business as a long-term 
thing. So in the moment, it might not feel good, meaning like it might feel scary. So for example, quite frankly, I used to be really nervous to get on calls with people. So I'm pretty sensitive. I'm pretty like shy. So getting on calls with people was a bit uncomfortable for me. Okay. It was like really uncomfortable for me in the beginning. And I was like, Oh, you know, let me see if I can structure my business different. Let me, and I was like kind of trying to go around it. But me I too. Can I just like totally yeah. confess okay. to that? <laughs> me too. I did every funnel imaginable. Exactly. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, I'm like a talker and I'm sure you are too. Like we have podcasts yeah. and I love connecting with people and my people were really wanting that. So I was like, damn, I need to get on the phone with people. And like in that moment, it didn't feel good, right? Like having to like put on a regular shirt and not wear my pajamas and like, you know, <laughs> whatever. And long-term, it felt really good, right? Because it's like, mm -hmm. I'm doing the scary thing. I'm connecting with people. I'm getting clients. I'm getting outside my box. So like now getting on calls is fine. I don't even think twice about it. So it's thinking about like, it's not necessarily like the quick fix, like Netflix. Oh my God, I feel so good right now. Like Netflix, watching Netflix all day isn't going to make you feel good in the long run. But doing the yes. scary thing, when you reflect back on it, it you're going to feel so freaking good about doing that thing and checking it off. So I think we just want to open up our vision of feeling good. It's not necessarily like you're going to be just eating, you know, popcorn and watching Netflix all day and feeling good in that respect. You may have to do some scary things. But long term, you're going to feel good because you're going to get the results that you want and you're still doing it your way. So, you know, again, I oh, tried to avoid those calls, but that wasn't my way. Like my way is definitely not funnels. My way is definitely showing up and connecting with people. So although that was uncomfortable in the beginning, it led me to my path, even mm -hmm. though I had to do like the scary thing. Yeah. And I will say too, like you can try to build your business on funnels. I don't disagree with oh, any of that, but like you have to continue to move people up the process. Meaning like if you want to sell higher end programs and higher end programs and higher end programs, there comes a point where funnels are no longer acceptable <laughs> to, to work. Right. Absolutely. And I think yeah. everybody has a different personality and everyone has different people. So, you know, your business model might look way different than my business model and that's okay. That's actually good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and leaning into that, right? Like leaning into what the strengths of your personality bring to the table. And even if that means doing something scary, like maybe creating a funnel is scary for some people, but right. that's what they need to do. And I think it's just really about following your heart and, even if it's leading you towards that scary leap, you know it's going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah, I actually recently, very recently this week, decided I was going to go in a scary, different direction. And it was this exact feeling. It was like, short term, it's going to be so scary. Um, like, just so you know, it's speaking, right? So like in-person speaking, yeah, which it. I'm like, just like I just said, I'm, I was terrified to get on a phone call with one person. Like imagine like the leap of that, right? To go speak in front of other people. So, but I know like ultimately it's that long, 
long-term path that I want to be on, right? And as I was evaluating my values and what I want to, the direction I want to go in, it was like so clear that this was my next step. And, you know, it's, it's that feeling of like, okay, it is going to be uncomfortable. It is going to be scary. But also sometimes within that is the truth about the long-term paths. I'm excited to try it out and like see what happens, right? And like, again, just put one foot in front of the other, right? What is that going to look like? In the beginning, I'm not going to be like on TEDx stage. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not expecting that tomorrow. And so, and I think that happens so much because we see the success stories. Like, oh, I started my business and you know, two months later, I made a hundred thousand dollar launch. Mm-hmm. Well, what was all the background, right? Like, exactly. I've never had like speaking on stage as my repertoire ever. So, like, my expectations of that is pretty low. It's like, okay, I'll do some conventions here or whatever conferences might be here locally first, and exactly. you know, like, start to dip my toe in. So, yeah, yeah. It's funny, my uh, my husband and I. My- so total side tangent, but my husband loves Hallmark movies, and I realize that's odd. He's a male, <laughs> and I like them too. It's kind of fun to like watch them and relax. And like, I don't know if you watch Hallmark movies, but pretty much ninety percent of them are about like some person following their dreams and starting a business. And pretty much every movie has the person, you know, opening this business like the next day, popping up this website, and like an afternoon and then the website goes viral and their business is like super successful and so now we kind of have this joke about it like I think we kind of are brainwashed to think like oh this is going to be super easy I just put the website up or I do the one speaking event or I do the one podcast and then it goes you know super popular when really it's like this is gonna take a lot of time this is gonna mm-hmm. take this this is gonna take that resilience factor of sticking with it but I think in this day and age it's that's not shiny right like no one wants to see the movie where it's taking years <laughs> so I love that I love that you're just showing up and seeing how it goes yeah exactly and like yeah, I think it's it's everything. I think you're so right about like we've been almost brainwashed to see that that's the way it goes. And then yeah. that's where you were saying like we're so hard on ourselves when it doesn't go that way for us. Yeah. And that's when we quit. And so that's like when we most need that resilience to keep going totally. because it's the incremental like I showed up, you know, I sent out a pitch, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, it's going to be tiny. I did a post. And that's all you have control over, really. Exactly. And so often, like, when we get to the other side, good stuff opens up. Like, I recently shared in my group, I think you know this, I got my wisdom teeth out a couple, um, I guess almost a couple months ago now, which is awesome. Actually, a couple months ago, yeah. So the summer for me just kind of, like, sucked. You know, like, I had, I went to the dentist a lot. Like, I was obviously <laughs> having a lot of problems beforehand. That's why I had to get my wisdom teeth out. And I was just feeling, like, crappy. And I think sometimes when we own our own business, it's really easy to let that energy flow over to the business. It's like, oh, man, I just don't have it today. Like, get me out of here. And <laughs> the reason I'm sharing this is because I shared it with my group recently. 
and someone responded back like, oh, I wish we were always in the flow, you know, like, I was basically saying it's okay to not always be in the flow, like work is going to feel hard sometime, and we get through it. She's like, oh, I wish I could always feel in the flow. And I'm like, so often, like, great ideas are birthed from feeling like crap, right? Like, (laughs) you know, we have to come up with solutions. And so often that makes us grow or that makes us offer something new or come up with a new idea or whatever the thing is. And I think when we're feeling like crap, we're like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I'm, you know, I own my own business. It should always feel shinier. It should always be working. And the truth is, like, that's not going to happen. Like, that's not real life. And I think that's a good thing. Like, so for me, I was like, really needing to shift my energy. So I ended up doing a challenge last minute. And it was so much fun. And it just, I would have never done that challenge if I hadn't gotten my wisdom teeth out and felt pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So I think like, you know, when you're feeling low, just thinking about like, what's the lesson I'm learning here? What, you know, what can I kind of reflect on to shift as I move forward? What do I need as I'm moving forward? Because, you know, your business can feed you as well. Like I ran the challenge for myself, not for my people. I was like, I need energy. Let's do a challenge. And it was great. And it did really provide me that energy. So I think we get scared of the hard times when really they're there for a reason and a purpose. Yes, that's so good. Um, that reminds me of this book, The Obstacle is the Way. And in, have you ever read it? I don't think I have. Oh, I it's really so like good. It's right, it's right back here on my shelf. I love it. Um, I actually read it when my daughter was in the ICU um, for the first time. And it was like every sentence in there is highlighted. <laughs> But um, in it, he talks about how there were, like, the so many really, really successful, like, Fortune 500 companies came from that moment of desperation, whether it was, like, the Great Depression or, you know, really troubling times after the market crash. Like, all kinds of of turmoil can cause, if you are there as a, you know, as an entrepreneur and visionary, you can create from that place. And your decisions are just like, you can either decide to be sad, not do anything about it, complain, or you can like move forward and create something amazing that changes the world, right? Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm going to have to check out that book. Yeah, it's super good. <laughs> His name is Brian Holiday, by the way. The okay. Ryan, Ryan, not Brian. Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, in wrapping, like, what is one thing, well, first of all, what is the impact you want to make in the world? I want to start asking this question to everybody. That's such a good question. So definitely as part of my journey, like I kind of glossily, (laughs) I glossed over my health challenges. But the truth was at that moment in my life, I kind of thought like life was over. You know, it was like, oh my God, this isn't working. I can't work a regular nine to five for a whole bunch of health reasons I'm not going to get into right now. But I think like one of the biggest impacts I want to help people realize is just that like it's possible. Like whatever you're thinking is possible. It's so doable. You're so capable. And that it's possible to do it way left of what you think, like way outside the box 
you definitely do not have to do things status quo. Like I just had um, my parents' 40th anniversary is coming up. So I had um, some family photos taken and um, I hired a photographer. And so she sent me the photos first and I was like kind of glancing through them and I was really laughing in my head because my family is made up of my husband that works in insurance, my parents retired, they own their own insurance agency, my brother <laughs> works in insurance, and my brother's wife is a pharmacist. And I was like, wow, I am like the sore thumb. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know if they, my husband can, my mom can, but I don't know if anyone else could really verbalize what I'm doing besides just my title. And I was chuckling because here I am. I was the one with the idea. I'm the one who paid the photographer. I'm the one who hired the photographer. So, like, it's just possible to do things very differently and that different can be good. And I think for so long, I thought different was bad. And I kind of stayed in that mindset and that kept me stuck for a while. Instead of just accepting, like, oh, hey, I'm different. That's okay. Let's just do it left of center. And that's when things really shifted for me and I think that's when things really shift for other people is when we can not only see our differences and accept them but then like take action accordingly wow I love that so <laughs> your mission like the impact you want to make in the world is to help people to operate basically with their differences as their like kind of like yeah their strength yeah. right yeah, that's beautiful. That's a little I shorter. That. I like how you synopsize my long story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I just wanted to clarify, but yes, I love that. That is so beautiful. So yeah. where can people um, connect with you and really find out more about you and the work you're doing? Yeah, so I mostly hang out in my Facebook group. It's called The Resilient and Inspired Entrepreneur, and that's most of where I have my fun and I'm super active. And then um, you can hear me on my podcast, and it's the same name, so The Resilient and Inspired Entrepreneur Podcast. And um, if you want to connect with me on a more personal level, you can check out my website. You can drop me a line there. That's fine. Um, it's just my name, LizLockwood.net happy to chat more <laughs> yay awesome thank you so much for coming on thank it's been me. yeah it's been so fun I think the topics we talked about were so deep and as always like conversations with you are so insightful and so different <laughs> in a good way um, <laughs> and just so deep like I think that's what I love about your content it's like you go deep and you're not afraid to go there. So I love oh, that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I always enjoy talking with you. So thanks so much for having me. Head on over to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com where you can find an arsenal of videos, blog posts, and previous podcast episodes to help you increase your profit and impact. Again, impactdrivenentrepreneur.com and click on blog. Enjoy. Enjoy.